Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Those who honor the Lord, who adore God's commandments, are truly happy. Their descendants will be strong throughout the land. The offspring of those who do right will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in their houses. Their righteousness stands forever. They shine in the dark for others who do right. They are merciful, compassionate, and righteous. Those who lend generously are good people, as are those who conduct their affairs with justice. Yes, these sorts of people will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. They won't be frightened at bad news. Their hearts are steady, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are firm, they aren't afraid. In the end, they will witness their enemies' defeat. They give freely to those in need. Their righteousness stands forever. Their strength increases gloriously. The wicked see all this and fume. They grind their teeth, but disappear to nothing. What the wicked want to see happens comes to nothing. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Samuel chapter 6, verses 1 through 16. The Lord's chest was in Philistine territory for seven months. The Philistines called for the priests and the diviners. What should we do with the Lord's chest? They asked. Tell us how we should send it back to its own home. They replied, if you are returning the chest of Israel's God, don't send it back empty, but be sure to return a guilt offering to him. Then you will be healed and it will become clear to you why God's hand hasn't left you alone. What compensation offering should we return to him? They asked. The priests and diviners replied, five gold tumors and five gold mice, matching the number of the Philistine rulers, because the same plague came on all of you and your rulers. You must make images of your tumors and the mice that have devastated the land. Honor Israel's God. Perhaps he will lighten the weight of his hand on you, your gods, and your land. Why be stubborn, like the Egyptians and Pharaoh? After God had dealt harshly with them, didn't they send the Israelites on their way? So get a new cart ready, along with two nursing cows that have never been yoked before. Harness the cows to the cart, but take any of their calves that are following back home. Next, take the Lord's chest and put it in the cart. Set the gold items that you are giving God as a compensation offering in a box next to the chest. Then send it on its way. Then watch what happens. If the cart goes up the road to its own territory towards Beth Shemesh, then Israel's God has brought this great disaster on us. If the cart goes another way, then we'll know that it wasn't God's hand that struck us. It happened to us randomly. The rulers did just that. They took two nursing cows and harnessed them to the cart, pinning their calves up at home. They put the Lord's chest on the cart along with the box containing the gold mice and the images of their tumors. The cows went straight ahead, following the road to Beth Shemesh. They kept to one route, mooing as they went, without turning right or left. The Philistine rulers followed them as far as the territory of Beth Shemesh. Now, the people of Beth Shemesh were harvesting wheat in the valley. When they looked up and saw the chest, they were overjoyed at the sight. The cart entered the field belonging to Joshua of Beth Shemesh and stopped right by a large stone. They chopped up the wood of the cart and offered the cows as an entirely burned offering to the Lord. 
The Levites unloaded the Lord's chest and the box that was with it that contained all the gold items, and they set them on the large stone. That very day, the people of Beth Shemesh offered entirely burned offerings and made sacrifices to the Lord. When the five Philistine rulers witnessed this, they went straight back to Ekron. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 5, verses 27 through 42. The apostles were brought before the council where the high priest confronted them. In no uncertain terms, we demanded that you not teach in this name. And look at you, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are determined to hold us responsible for this man's death. Peter and the apostles replied, we must obey God rather than humans. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God has exalted Jesus to his right side as leader and savior so that he could enable Israel to change its heart and life and to find forgiveness for sins. We are witnesses of such things, as is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When the council members heard this, they became furious and wanted to kill the apostles. One council member, a Pharisee, and teacher of the law named Gamaliel, well respected by all the people, stood up and ordered that the men be taken outside for a few moments. He said, Fellow Israelites, consider carefully what you intend to do to these people. Some time ago, Theodos appeared, claiming to be somebody, and some 400 men joined him. After he was killed, all of his followers scattered, and nothing came of that. Afterward, at the same time of the census, Judas the Galilean appeared and got some people to follow him in a revolt. He was killed too, and all his followers scattered far and wide. Here's my recommendation in this case. Distance yourselves from these men. Let them go. If their plan or activity is of human origin, it will end in ruin. If it originates with God, you won't be able to stop them. Instead, you would actually find yourselves fighting God. The council was convinced of his reasoning. After calling the apostles back, they had them beaten. They ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, then let them go. The apostles left the council rejoicing because they had been regarded as worthy to suffer disgrace for the sake of the name. Every day, they continued to teach and proclaim the good news that Jesus is the Christ, both in the temple and in houses. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the desert of Judea, announcing, Change your hearts and lives. Here comes the kingdom of heaven. He was the one of whom Isaiah the prophet spoke when he said, The voice of one shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make his paths straight. John wore clothes made of camel's hair. With a leather belt around his waist, he ate locusts and wild honey. People from Jerusalem throughout Judea and all around the Jordan River came to him. As they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. Many Pharisees and Sadducees came to be baptized by John. He said to them, You children of snakes, who warned you to escape from the angry judgment that is coming soon? Produce fruit that shows you have changed your hearts and lives. And don't ever think that you about saying to yourselves, Abraham is our father. I tell you that God is able to raise up Abraham's children from these stones. 
The axe is already at the root of the tree, therefore every tree that doesn't produce good fruit will be chopped down and tossed into the fire. I baptize with water those of you who have changed your hearts and lives. The one who is coming after me is stronger than I am. I'm not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. The shovel he uses to sift the wheat from the husks is in his hands. He will clean out his threshing area and bring the wheat into his barn. But he will burn the husks with a fire that can't be put out. The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes all the way back to Latin Christianity in the 4th century and has been used by Christians in that Western tradition ever since. It is a reflection 
of the Christian faith in God, Jesus, the Spirit, and our hope in the future and in the Church, and is something that we will be repeating together. Let's now state that shared faith together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the beginning of Psalm 95. Come, let's sing out loud to the Lord. Let's raise a joyful shout to the rock of our salvation. Let's come before him with thanks. Let's shout songs of joy to him. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow.
New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Come as a Wisdom to Children, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.